I had been passed around every year when I'd go to my gynecologist appointment, she would say, wow, you always say you're so tired. Let's test your thyroid. Let's test your thyroid. And every year for like 10 years, it would come back normal. And every year I would leave disappointed and frustrated because I had no idea what was wrong with me. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rayanne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so excited to have a guest on the show today. Kelly Carpenter is my personal Hashimoto's and hormone healthcare provider. Kelly is the one who determined several years ago that I have Hashimoto's. She discovered from my need for a serious appointment with a cardiologist, and she is my go-to for perimenopause symptoms. I was really fortunate to meet Kelly after several years of suffering with severe fatigue, brain fog, heartburn, heart arrhythmia, weight gain, loss of eyebrows, and probably more issues that I'm not thinking about right this minute. I am now on the other side of it. And with Kelly's guidance, I was able to completely change my diet. Even though I was already eating healthy, I was not aware of the food intolerances that I had. I changed my workout schedule to take better care of my body. So instead of adding more exercise, I actually needed to slow down a lot. I was also able to get on an appropriate mix of supplements to help with my inflammation and nutrient deficiencies. So I applaud Kelly for helping me figure all of that out. I interviewed Kelly to get some straight answers about the thyroid. I truly believe that a big part of living a healthy lifestyle is being educated on topics that matter. If you already know that you have a thyroid condition, then this episode is a great one for you. And if you're not sure whether or not you have a thyroid condition, it's also really good for you too, so that you can decide whether or not you need to get checked out. I hope you enjoy the talk. I'm very excited today to have my very personal healthcare provider who helped me discover Hashimoto's and some hypothyroid issues. She's joining me today. So so thank you so much for coming on, Kelly. This is Kelly Carpenter. So excited that you're here. And so really appreciate you taking your time. I know you're busy with patients and a lot going on. So so that we can make the best use of our time, I'm going to just jump right in. But first, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, like what you do, why you do it, who you work with, that kind of thing. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much. So my name is Kelly Carpenter. I'm a nurse practitioner. Um, I've been a nurse practitioner for about 17 years. I started my career in cardiology, and that was my first love. And then Obviously, cardiology goes with a lot of chronic illnesses, and so then I developed the passion of wellness and was looking into a lot of things that can be prevented, and I really got passionate about, you know, not going straight to pharmaceuticals. There's a lot of things you can do with diet and exercise, and then that opened up the world of functional medicine and herbal treatments and that kind of thing, and that's um, really become my, my love. So for the past seven years, I've been doing integrative slash functional medicine, and 
what that is, is it doesn't mean we don't use prescription medication, but sometimes that's not our first choice. So we will, you know, work with diet and exercise and maybe some supplemental um, fixing vitamin deficiencies, mineral, uh, micronutrients issues. Um, and then if we still need medications, you know, we're, I'm licensed to do that. Huh. Yeah. It's exactly what you did with me. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Well, when I, this, I think is a good point to say like what, how I met you and how you helped me. I had been to hundreds of doctors. It felt like hundreds. It was probably like four, but I had been passed around every year when I'd go to my gynecologist appointment, she would say, wow, you always say you're so tired. Let's test your thyroid. Let's test your thyroid. And every year for like 10 years, it would come back normal. And every year I would leave disappointed and frustrated because I had no idea what was wrong with me. I was so exhausted, felt tired all the time, brain fog. Lots of just small things going on. So I got passed to the gastroenterologist for an endoscopy to see why I was having heartburn. I got passed on to the neurologist. I got passed on, you know, constantly being passed on. And that's when I got fed up. And I was like, I have to find somebody that is going to listen to me and not just keep giving me medicine and passing me on to another doctor. And that's when I got referred to the place you were at where we met. And it was almost like, on one hand, very frustrating. And on the other hand, very exhilarating because the very first time I walked in, you looked at me and you were just like, it was so obvious what was wrong. And it was frustrating to me because I'm all these other doctors had never even mentioned the word Hashimoto or even considered anything that you had told me. And so I'm not bashing the other doctors, but it was so refreshing to walk in and have you look at me like, you literally looked at me like, yeah, you have Hashimoto's. <laughs> like, no big deal. Like, because you had looked at the right lab. So, so can you tell us a little bit about when somebody is suspecting a hypothyroid or underactive or any kind of thyroid issue? Like, what, like, maybe they need to be looking for either symptom wise and then, and then what to ask their doctor for for labs? Yeah. So, um, you know, just to back up just a second, you know, how you got bounced around from specialist to specialist. So the thyroid hormone, the thyroid gland um, secretes a thyroid hormone, well, actually multiple thyroid hormones. And those specifically the T3 and T4 actually innovate every single cell and organ in our body. So people that have thyroid disease can prevent in a multitude of different um, complaints or symptoms. There are, you know, our top five that are typical, but there's always that atypical patient. So, you know, like the brain fog, people will say, because, you know, with hypothyroidism, you have decreased alertness, you can have mood problems, um, eyes, so fatigue with your eyes, your nerves and muscles are greatly regulated by the um, the thyroid hormones, um, lungs, so your breathing rate, um, you know, just not being able to get through your workouts well, or feeling a difference when you just walk up the stairs, your heart regulation, so differences with walking, or just all of a sudden having um, ir- irregular heartbeats or uh, more palpitations or a rushing of heartbeats. Um, the liver also is affected by the um, thyroid hormone. So how well your liver is detoxifying your body, which can lead to fatigue and muscle cramps and that kind of thing. Digestion, um, how well you metabolize your food and process your food. So constipation is definitely linked to hypothyroidism. Your reproductive system, um, menstrual cycles are greatly regulated, um, and then also perimenopausal and menopausal symptoms are affected by the thyroid hormone, and then your musculoskeletal. So many people come in with just joint pain, muscle aches, feeling like they have decreased strength. So 
you can see how it can be kind of difficult to kind of figure out all these different patients have the same disease, hypothyroidism, but they can come in with a multitude of varying symptoms. So if you're having any of those concerns, or if you have a family history of um, hypothyroid, you really need to be asking your doctor for a full thyroid panel. Um, And then also, if there's a lot of inflammatory components to your um, complaints, like the muscle pain, the brain fog, um, constipation, then um, the Hashimoto's is actually an autoimmune disease. And and that's another um, thyroid test that actually is called the TPO antibodies. Yeah, so that's, and I think that you totally just said it, I've forever been tested just the one hormone, the TSH. And even I think with you, it's always been normal. And so it was looking further down and like what you were just saying, the T4, T3, the, all those other ones in the TPO that came back. So um, I always am trying to encourage people like, don't give up, like keep, keep searching because there may be an answer now. And like you just said, I mean, it doesn't mean you have a thyroid problem just because you're tired and have brain fog. So I always, I'm always like, I don't want to assume that, but you should always get it checked out. You said something interesting though. I just want to pop this in when you were talking about eyes, like that, is it true? I'm just curious what you think about this. If you are really sensitive to light, if that, is that a symptom or I don't know if I read that correctly. Um, I'm not. I'd have to really look into that because um, I don't really treat eye diseases or whatever if, if light sensitivity, but definitely, you know, increasing um, muscle fatigue with your eyes, with reading um, and that kind of thing for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, that's all right. I, it's I actually ended up getting glasses and my vision is actually great. Like I have totally great vision except for up close, but my eyes get so tired at the end of the day that my whole forehead would like twitch. And mm-hmm. I've, that has to be that, like, I feel like it totally has to be that. But anyway, um, I'm not really here to talk about my symptoms, but I just, that was really interesting when you brought up the eyes and stuff. So now is there a, this is kind of a general question. Like, is there somebody like a typical or a, a type of person that is more likely to get like a hypo and more specifically hypothyroid or mm-hmm. underactive? So, um, Thyroid disease is really worldwide. I mean, every country um, has that. And um, just one quick statistic that I looked up um, was like, the statistics say there's 200 million worldwide people that um, have thyroid disease. So it's very extensive, all ages, all races, um, both sexes, but it definitely is more common in women. And then if you have a family history of autoimmune disease, then Hashimoto's definitely can be a part of that. Not always, um, but that there is definitely a genetic component to the autoimmune disease. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think that's just, that was just something I was curious about what you thought there. Mm -hmm. All right. So we know that if you have a hypo or a thyroid issue, that medication is maybe needed. I I realize maybe not always. Um, but besides medication, what are some other areas that people need to look at that to help their symptoms? So like nutrition or, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the autoimmune component can actually be, um, triggered by, um, stressful situations. So many times it can be triggered by like childbirth, um, iodine nutrient deficiencies along prolonged illness, a very stressful period of time. So if someone's just having one event, tragic event after another, that can certainly 
um, put them into um, hypothyroid. But when we first look at that, I mean, I typically, unless it's out of this world uncontrolled, um, I really like to start with the gut and the diet. So, um, you know, there's, they have those, the worst foods for Hashimoto's specifically, but it really goes across for any um, hypothyroidism, you know, sugar, high processed foods, refined grains, gluten, and sometimes dairy and eggs. And that's, I usually, I don't love to just bash dairy and eggs because they're, they do have a lot of health benefits, but if you're really concerned that that might be an issue, doing a food sensitivity test would be ideal to see if that's something that's inflammatory for you. Um, and then, you know, just getting your gut healthy. So eating selenium rich foods, probiotics, regular exercise, and definitely coming up with a way to de-stress. So whether that's a hot shower or just a long walk or yoga or meditation, prayer, I mean, whatever it is, but finding a component because being under stress for um, long periods of time is definitely very hard on the thyroid gland. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say that was probably like, I immediately, when I first met with you, you were like, we did the food intolerance thing. And so I immediately took everything out. I was like, I'm definitely like, you're going to tell me what to do and I'll do it. And it was hard at first, but I did it. But like a lot of things got better. However, not everything was better, you know? And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And the more I stressed about what I was doing wrong and why am I doing it perfect? I feel like it got worse. But also like, I truly believe when I changed my stressful like physical activity totally took out hours and hours and hours a week of exercise, but also started working on some other like emotional stress things. I, I truly, when I started working through that, everything started feeling better. Like it was almost like the final like thing that I needed to really work on. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Now, as far as you brought up Hashimoto's a, a few minutes ago, I read in some of the research, and I'm just wondering if if you agree with this, um, that I think I read it was 90 per- 80 to 90% of people that have hypothyroid also have Hashimoto's. Do you think, have you experienced that in your own practice that, or do you think that's? Um, that seems a little bit high, but it's definitely very common. Um, I don't know if it's 90% because, so the autoimmune, you know, sometimes the thyroid gland just isn't working. So we're just not secreting the proper amounts of thyroid hormone. That's just hypothyroid. And then sometimes it's due to an autoimmune disease, which is the genetic component, which is causing the thyroid not to work. So it's actually the body's kind of attacking itself. Um, and they call that like a thyroiditis. Um, so there, there's different reasons and, and components of why the thyroid's not working, but the treatment is really the same because we just have to either clean up the diet, add um, nutrients, um, and try to get the thyroid to start reproducing the thyroid hormone or start supplementing with thyroid hormone. Okay. All right. So speaking of supplementing with thyroid hormone, um, I know this is something that I hear often from people. And so what I do is I, because I'm coaching more people with Hashimoto's and hypothyroid, I talk to a lot of people online and not necessarily work with them, but just like, I ask a lot of questions and listen to people's, you know, just to learn more about it. And I think the number one thing I hear is people who are on Hashimoto's or have Hashimoto's specifically get on medication and they think that's all they need to do. So you just actually told us that there's other things we need to do, gut health, you know, nutrition, all that. But the other kind of controversy or maybe not controversy, but 
argument I hear or watch people talk about is the type of medication available. And so I know there's different types of thyroid medication. Can you just touch on that? Sure. So there's the, the common um, synthetic, so armor or levothyroxine. Those medications are, like I said, pharmaceutical based, um, and they really just supplement the T4. So when you go back to getting your blood work, if your doctor, your provider is doing a full panel, they're going to look at the TSH, the T3 and the T4. So the levothyroxine or armor, actually not armor, I'm saying the wrong thing. The levothyroxine or Synthroid is only supplementing the, not, the T4. Um, the, the other components, so the armor thyroid or NP thyroid or nature thyroid are made from pig thyroid. So they are much closer to the human thyroid and they actually give the body T3 and T4. So for many patients, um, they have a normal TSH and their T4 may be, you know, fairly normal, but their T3 is very, very low. And then that's why they're having all those symptoms because they're not getting the good conversion of T4 into the T3 component. Okay. So there is a synthetic form of T3 too. So if you wanted to get it through your pharmacy and it's called Cytomel and that's just straight T3. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I was most familiar with the Synthroid, but also I do the armor. So right now, mm -hmm. so that's been great for me, but I, I realize, I mean, do you have people ever that, just do better on one or the other. I mean, you just kind of explained it though, if they need more. Yeah. Changes. I mean, there are Synthroid and um, Armour are definitely specific in what that patient needs. And that's why it's really important to do the full panel and not just look at the TSH because it doesn't give you the full picture on the breakdown of the T4 and T3. Um, and some of the patients are very sensitive and we actually send some of those folks to compounding. So I can actually tell the pharmacist exactly how much T4 I want in the pill and exactly how much T3 and they kind of make it there and give that patient exactly what, how much hormones they need. Yeah, I think that's really neat. It's so cool that we can, that you can do that. Do you, let's talk about like what you do. You said, you know, you work with the functional integrative health right now. If somebody needed to, that's local needed to get a, like a consultation or, you know, an assessment, are you available for that? And if so, like where can they contact you? Yeah, so I am actually um, still accepting new patients. I am at True Bio Health in Winston-Salem. It's off of Stratford Boulevard, off of um, and then Executive Park Boulevard. Boulevard. Um, and what we do there is when you first come in, we would do a full lab panel. And like I said, it is pretty extensive. Um, so we would look at you know, your full thyroid panel, you know, if you had any insulin resistance, you know, leptin, if weight was an issue for you, we would look at all your vitamin deficiencies. So D, B12, magnesium, iodine, if we felt like there was a thyroid issue. Um, and then if you, you know, were having problems with your menstrual cycle, then we would look at your hormone panel and see if there's something there that we need to adjust. And then, um, you know, if you had a lot of GI complaints, then we might talk about doing a food sensitivity, or if we came back and you had an autoimmune disease, then we would probably definitely suggest doing a food sensitivity panel. Um, and then we do have a registered dietitian there, and we do have a whole um, wellness and healthy weight loss program that you would do um, in combination with me and working with the registered dietitian. So um, yeah, we do IV therapy as well. Um, so it's really just a whole wellness clinic, um, but we do kind of specialize in thyroid, um, hormones, diabetes, and weight loss. Great. 
Well, good. Well, what I'll do is I'll link in the show notes, just the information to get in touch with Tree Bio and, and your name there. Well, is there anything else that you think that our listeners need to know about thyroid or autoimmune or anything? Any last little tidbit you can think of? Well, I guess the one thing I just want to tell people, like, I mean, it seems like, you know, if you get this diagnosis that it's, you know, can be overwhelming. Oh my gosh, I have to change everything I do. And the one thing that, you know, Rand will tell you is I, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent at the beginning. Like you can do it in baby steps. So, you know, you just start like, okay, you know, I have this diagnosis. So the first thing I'm going to do is really work on getting the sugar out of my diet. And then, you know, once that becomes your normal, then you can work on the gluten. Or if you're kind of a couch potato, you know, just work on movement. You know, it doesn't have to be you're going to a 30 minute high intensity class, just walking, you know, walking for 10 or 15 minutes every day after dinner can really help improve your insulin resistance. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be like, you know, just jump in and feel totally overwhelmed because you can get better and start feeling better by just taking small baby steps. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's what we're all about on the balanced fit and free lifestyle. <laughs> so, so awesome. Well, good. Well, I so appreciate your time today. And I feel like we crammed in, in a short amount of time. So I appreciate your time and I will be seeing you soon. Thank you for tuning into the balanced fit and free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.